Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What's up? If you could shrink yourself, how tall would you want to be? Mm. And what would you do as a tiny person? Uh, five foot six. <laughs> and the dishes without my back hurting. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I think you gotta be shorter than that. My very first job, I worked at a florist. And part of my job, I did like pretty much everything but arrange flowers. Mm. And part of my job was to wash all the buckets that we kept the flowers in yeah but the sink was installed for a woman who was like four feet tall yes because she's like a They're tiny all little like old that. lady yeah. and i was just like constantly i'm like five eight just like hunched over this sink yeah yelling at my <laughs> old lady co-workers like ah why does this hurt <laughs> yeah and they, they don't get any better than that so yeah if the sink is too high you can get a stool i know i can't get an anti-stool <laughs> <laughs> a hole in the ground yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound hazardous at all. No. There's a hole for you to stand in in front of the sink. Um, I do imagine, though, that, like, three to six inches tall would be fun. I think so. I'm I'm thinking of the part in uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory where Mike TV gets shrunk down and his mom just, like, picks him up and puts her in her purse. Yeah. <laughs> like, that big. Yeah. <laughs> that would, it would just be fun to, and if you encountered, like... A jelly donut that's like as big as you were, and you'd be like, I could just lay on top of this jelly donut oh, yeah. and eat pieces of it. That would be fun. Or take a nap on take your cat, nap. like we talked about in Lane Before Time. Yeah. Yeah. Or climb around in like a Barbie house. Yeah. I mean, it would be perilous too, though. Sure. I feel like you would need like a babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> so a full size person. Yeah. To help you out. Yeah. And I mean, in like in Fern Gully too, where, where Zach is like climbing up that tree on the mushrooms. Yeah. Even that looks like fun. Yeah. It's like a lot of work, but... Yeah, but he's young. It's true. It'll be fun. <laughs> It'd be fun to be tiny. I wouldn't want to be too tiny, though. No. How tiny is too tiny? Like an inch tall. Yeah. Like step onable. It would take so long to get anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would. And that's like too small to ride a Hot Wheels, I think. Yeah. You need to be a little mm. bigger. Maybe use a Hot Wheels as a skateboard. <laughs> a tech deck. I'm you not very good. You just get a tech deck, yeah. yeah. I'm not very good at skateboarding, so... <laughs> Me neither. I but don't imagine... You're small. <laughs> Why would that be different? Less gravity. It wouldn't hurt as bad. That's true. Yeah. What? You don't have as far to fall. What is the... Science nerds out there, if you're listening, what is the point... No science nerds listen to this. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Prove me wrong. How much do you have to weigh before, like, terminal velocity affects you? Yeah. Because, like, if you're a spider and you get flung out a window, like, you can't... Yeah, you're not you heavy enough to reach terminal velocity, so hitting the ground won't kill you. Yeah. So how much do you have to weigh? Hmm. I don't know to do that like a mouse if you threw a mouse probably would it die or are they too light yeah i don't know if you have a pound of feathers and a pound of (laughs) (laughs) which one weighs more yes 
hmm. feathers. Well, if anybody hmm. knows that, <laughs> feathers. If anybody knows the answer to that, let well, me know. Because I think that no. would be the night. That would be the cool. Yeah, if you were line. safe from. If you were like, yeah, I'm small enough that I don't. I won't get. I don't take fall damage. Yeah. I want to be that small and then yeah. I was jumping off of shit. That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. Tight. Well, that answers that. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, Meat Wedge, why do you, uh, why do you bring it up? Why is, why is being tiny on your mind? Well, Bucket Snake. One, because we just watched Fern Gully. Yes. And I figure maybe this week we go even tinier. Ah! So this week we're going to watch Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah! Yeah, that is too small. That is very much perilously small. small. Yeah, when an ant is terrifying. Yes. When you can see all of the grooves in a blade of grass. Yes. You're too small. Yes. The only benefit is that he is no longer allergic to things. <laughs> True. That's it. Well, welcome to Replay Rewind. Welcome. We're going to talk about a movie that we haven't seen since we were kids. Mm-hmm. We're going to try and remember what we can about it. Mm-hmm. We're going to be wrong. No, we're going to do it perfectly and remember everything that happens, <laughs> and you'll be bored. Then we'll go watch it, we'll come back, talk about it, give you some trivia so that you can impress your friends. Exactly. And we'll have a lot of fun along the way. Yes, and so will you. Or else. <laughs> I'll <laughs> come like to a, your house. That was my radio voice. And we'll have a lot of fun along the way. Oh, that's so nice. It's Thank so you. Smooth. It's so smooth. We shouldn't do this because we might get messages that are like, why don't you guys talk like that all the time? Your normal voices are incredibly grating. <laughs> And then we'll have to block them from everything. Yeah, and that's too much work. That's so much work. Don't do that. Keep your comments to yourself, unless they're nice. Or regarding terminal velocity. I'm a smooth snake. <laughs> <laughs> that's my radio DJ. That's beautiful. Bucket snake. It's better than the one that I did in that one episode where I was like, a morning radio DJ. Which would you prefer, audience? That reminds me of... It's not what we're talking about at all, but the Jetsons movie, I feel like the DJ on that movie was like that. Hmm. Or I'm wrong. <laughs> Usually. <laughs> yes, everything in my brain is just a soup. It has no category. Nothing is organized. Nah, no files. <clears throat> anyway, what do you remember about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Um, He accidentally shrinks his kids. Yeah, Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. Yeah. Is trying to make a shrink ray. I think the first thing that he does is like obliterates an apple. Yeah. Because there's, like, this tension that they're going to just get blown up. Yeah. But they get shrunk instead. So yeah, his shrink ray works. How they get sh- Is he, like, um like an amateur inventor? I think so. Like he's Stanley Yelnats? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just in his attic messing around with stuff. Why are all four kids in the attic at the same time? I don't remember. They're looking for something, and, yeah. like, something hits the a lever. Genie? Yeah. <laughs> they're looking for a genie. But, yeah, so they all get shrunk down. They get shrunk down in the attic. I think so. That's where the machine is. Oh, okay. Or maybe they're in the yard the and it goes through the window or something like that. Yeah, I'm just like if they're in the attic. Well, I mean it's a movie, whatever. Just thinking it's gonna take them forever to get outside. Well, I know at some point they <laughs> hitch a ride on the dog, but that might be to get back inside. Oh yeah. And I th- no, I was gonna say they repel from one story to the next from the window but i think that's in honey we shrunk ourselves oh. because rick moranis is like the shortest distance between two places is a straight line yeah. let's literally just go down yeah because anytime someone says that i think about rick moranis saying it and then being like you're crazy yeah um so i'm not sure i'm not sure how they get shrunk uh i think there are f- four of them or maybe three yeah it's either four three or four i think there's three yeah i want to say three because There's like some siblings in honey i blew up the kids 
the well, kid is like two. He's a baby, yeah. And I don't think that he exists in this one. Mm. But it's he's not. It's not all of his children. Some of them are his kids, and some of them are like a friend, cousins, or friends, or yeah. something like that. Um, but it's like two boys and two girls, I think, or yeah. two boys and one girl. One girl. But I feel like there's more than one girl. I don't know. It's been so long. I know. Yeah, and then as I as I just alluded to, there's one kid is like allergic to pollen. Yeah, I do remember that. And he's like smashing it into his face and he's like it doesn't go up my nose i'm not allergic <laughs> so there's that yeah they get attacked by an ant i think they hitch a ride on the legs of a bee because they're like all up in the pollen distinctly remember getting attacked by the ant it's yeah so scary it's huge yeah and it was like scary when i was a kid mandibles and everything yeah and the yeah. grass the blades of grass being so big i remember mm-hmm. that um but i really don't remember do they end up in like fruit loops at some point or like a bowl of Oh. Cheerios and they almost get eaten. Yeah. That also might be in Honey We Shrunk Ourselves. It's hard to. Or in uh, the Magic School Bus. <laughs> it's all these <laughs> tiny things. Everything is small. But yeah, that's mostly it. That and, but they do somehow. Their dad like realizes that they've been shrank. Yeah. And he has to get them back to normal. Yeah. Right? It isn't just like a, oh, we were accidentally shrank. Oh, now we're back to normal and no one knows. Like he realizes yeah, no, that he, he they fucked They finally up. get his attention yeah because i feel like i remember the magnifying glass and him like and them being like waving their arms yeah yeah and he has to unshrink them yeah because he has to tell his wife because honey i shrunk the kids that's right yeah yeah <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> okay i think they also have one of those felix the cat clocks mm. in their kitchen because mm-hmm. i have one and i think the reason that i've always wanted one is that movie oh yeah yeah mine doesn't work oh it's just red no, it's black. Oh, okay. It's classic. Yeah. The way it should be. But it's like the battery zone set in it, right, or something. It won't keep time. That's dumb. Yeah, it's very strange. Anyway. There's one at the beginning of Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day, too. Oh, cute. That's what I always think of when I see it. Yeah. The Blustery Day. What a good word. It's a very good movie. It's my any, my favorite Winnie the Pooh, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That That's all I remember. Same. They have, like, a, a small scruffy dog. Yeah. That they latch onto at one point. Yeah. I feel like his name is Scruffy Sparky, mm. but I could be way wrong about that. That's I hope just you what are. I have in my brain, so you're embarrassed. He's like white and brown. Thanks. He probably has like a sciency name. Yeah. Did this movie come out before or after Ghostbusters? I don't know. Because those are the two movies that made Rick Moranis big, right? Uh, yeah. I don't can't think of anything else. Spaceballs. Oh yeah. Damn, he was big. What's he doing now? Oh, he quit acting after his son died. Aww. He just was like, I'm done acting forever. And he hasn't done anything since then. That's so sad. Yeah. I think it was his son. Someone that he knew yeah. died and he was like, I'm over I'm it. out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Damn. I know. Well, I guess we'll have to talk about that in a minute, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go watch it so that we can talk about that. Hey, while you're getting your popcorn or Reese's Pieces... Sour Patch Kids. <gasps> While you're getting your Sour Patch Kids. That's a tiny person. Nerds rope. Food. Tiny person food. <laughs> they're like <laughs> little people. Like a whole meal for a little person. I mean, they're shaped like tiny people. Oh, 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 yeah. Are they people? They're kids. Fuck. That's Where are weird. the Sour Patch parents? <laughs> oh. That's somebody's joke. I don't remember who. I just thought they were bears. I don't know. <laughs> no, they're kids. Shit. Anyway, while you're getting your child-shaped candy... Check out our Patreon for more bonus content. Yeah, patreon.com slash replay rewind podcast. We'll be right back. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Well, well, well. That was a fucking small movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a teeny tiny. It was very small and also terrifying. <laughs> yes. It was so much scarier than I remember. Oh, yeah. I know. I feel like they could have just been like, this is fun. But they were like, what if we go down the dark path? And yeah. And make it actually scary. Let's make it as scary as possible. Well, we will talk about all of that. Yeah, I'm sure we will. At the end. So the IMDb summary is the scientist father of a teenage girl and boy. Okay accidentally shrinks his and two other neighborhood teens to the size of insects. Now the teens must fight diminutive dangers as the father searches for them. Okay. Usually yeah. I'm like, IMDb, you've done well. This time, you did not. Not so not so much. I I think that IMDb is pretty much open source, the way yeah. that Wikipedia is. Yeah. And mostly, like, people who represent the movie go in and change it, but mm. also people, like, anybody can write yeah. a summary and stuff. Yeah, and I definitely noticed that in the trivia sometimes because yeah. i'm like where's the source for this right where did you get this information yeah i feel like it should be more like wikipedia in that people other people are fact checking it, it. Yeah. yeah but also sometimes it's fun to you like read the trivia on imdb and then you go to wikipedia and you're like that's where they got it because it's, it's just copied literal copy pasta yeah. yeah yeah my first note is that they are smaller than insects because that's a lot of the movie is them interact interacting with insects that are much bigger than they are. Right. So saying that they're the size of insects is wrong. I mean, there are insects vary in size. No, if they're any smaller, then they're bugs. <laughs> that's the scientific term. Then they these are bugs. I'm wearing glasses. <laughs> Listen to me. I, I know mean... about entomology. Oh, okay. Right. Yes. Entomology. Yes. Not etymology. Right. That's words. Yes. Very good. Anyway, on to the movie. <laughs> now we've established my Your expertise. credentials. My credentials. I have glasses on. I too have glasses on. I am a bucket snake. <laughs> Talk to me like I don't know about bugs. That's I don't true. question you about meats. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> All right, and so... one of these days we're going to get to a movie about meat. And I... <laughs> I'm gonna know so much. Or if we did one about wedges. <laughs> <laughs> that could go so many ways. Wedges. Cheese. Shoes. Shoes. Door stoppers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> those things that people use to make sex better. The bed wedges. Have you seen those? <laughs> no. 
They they look like exercise equipment, but oh. they're for your bed. Huh. Yeah. I don't know why I know that. Mm-hmm. I've never had sex. Sure. <laughs> so the opening scene is <laughs> a very cute cartoon sequence that is reminiscent to me of Cow and Chicken. Yeah. Just like the animation style yeah. and the, the text looks similar mm-hmm. also. And I looked it up and they're not related. So oh. it must have just been the popular yeah. style at the time. When did Cow and Chicken come out? Around the same time. Like, oh, okay. Well, no, it was more like 90s, because this is late 80s, right? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's still the same time period. Yeah. True. Yeah, I want, we've talked about this a couple times, where movies used to... Yeah, do all the credits at the beginning, Yeah, basically. and like, yeah. and not even, because they still kind of do it, but it's like, yeah, while things are happening. Mm-hmm. And now it's very much like, look at who is in this movie. Yeah. And they don't do that anymore, and I wonder, I wonder when and why. part of the advertising for it like we already know who's going to be in a movie and that's probably why we're there seeing it yeah or if it's because now like doing a cameo is such a big deal yeah so you don't you don't want to give away the surprise of who's in it yeah i don't know i don't know It, it just i mean it still happens sometimes because i remember seeing uh the remake of nightmare on elm street and they were like putting all the cast members up at the beginning and i was like oh man i didn't know kellen lutz was in this movie and then he dies two minutes in and i was like oh i guess he's not in this movie <laughs> <laughs> he got his credit though he got it but i was like stoked to see him but it's not so like it used to be a production like the way that yeah. you know this one is where it's like yeah and like the opening this is all you had to look at georgia the jungle is yeah. The same way. yeah yeah so I, I just wonder when um when that shift occurred anyway anyway here we are in real life on a suburban street yeah and our letter carrier yes is delivering the letters and he hands it to a tiny white and brown scruffy dog so i was yeah. right about that you were but i'm still not sure i at think this they point. do say his name at do this they? point I, yeah because i think the mailman says here you go quirk i couldn't tell if he said his because it sounded to me like he said sport so i said maybe he maybe he's just like here you go boy like because he doesn't know i think he calls does he call him that yeah because i wasn't sure i I remember going quark (laughs) very cute as he's like running in the house yeah it's a very cute name yeah so i'm taking it as a win yeah i think you should because i said maybe sparky and that it was probably science related yeah and you're right and then you quark exactly exactly so i'm taking it. it thank you so here we are in the kitchen we've followed quark inside we're in the Solinsky home which is covered in gadgets many rube goldberg contraptions yeah so many things that just look like it makes the action take way longer yeah than it sh- i mean i guess you don't have to physically do it you just push a button and it gets done but like sometimes <sighs> yeah it's just taking so long but like yeah. their coffee maker is solar powered which is kind of cool yeah yeah it just seems like anything electronic in the house has some extra shit on it yeah but it's kind of cute, like, because we see the two kids, the daughter and the son, like, you know, in the kitchen. The daughter's, like, making breakfast. The son's putting something together at the table. Mm-hmm. But the way they interact with their environment is very, like, this is very normal. Yeah. Which I thought was cute. Like, they use all of the contraptions and they're right. not, like, rolling their eyes at them. You know what I mean? Yeah, they just, just do like, it. Yeah, this is just what our life is. It's fine. Yeah. It just seems very crowded <laughs> in their house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> their house is a mess. Yes. But so, yeah, this little boy is sitting at the table, yeah, putting together what looks like a tiny little, like, some sort of ray. Mm-hmm. And then he points it at the dog and, like, shoots it at him. And he, like, runs off. And he's like, it worked. He disappeared. <laughs> the subject has disappeared. Yeah, That's very cute. Yeah. And uh, Amy is the daughter. And she's on the phone while this is going on. And 
mm-hmm. we overhear her conversation on the phone where she is like talking about how her mom spent the night at her grandma's yeah and like her parents are having some marital problems right they got in a fight yeah so yeah (laughs) this next part is funny so you see up in the attic that the dad is like working on this big contraption Mm -hmm. and the daughter like hits the breakfast button down in the kitchen and then it like shoots up a message to the attic to be like breakfast is ready Mm -hmm. so he tries to type back i need five more minutes and it prints out on this it's just like super complicated i know (laughs) and it seems like he could have just made like an intercom system but i was watching it and i was like there's no way that message is going to be legible with them gloves on and it was not it was not and she's like typing with his gloves on again so i was glad that they that just reminded me that. that used to be a thing like houses used to have intercoms in them yeah yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Like, the house just came with it, not like a weird inventor man came in and put one in. Right. But, I mean, you would think he definitely would put one in. Yeah. Because... I forgot about that trend. Yeah. But my dad lived in a house that had one of those. Yeah. It's very strange. Weird. Anyway, so he's, uh, old dad's working on a very big ray gun. Mm-hmm. Smoking a little. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little smoky up in that attic. And he's making a bunch of noise, and this wakes up the next door neighbor. Yes. Who we see is laying in bed with his wife. Yep. He's just like, I have had it. It's a Saturday morning! He is ridiculous. This guy has an accent that just comes and goes. I cannot figure out his accent. It is slipping in. I think he was meant to be, like, kind of a redneck type. Yeah. Because every once in a while he'd be like, ma, whatever, Uh but he cannot nail it down, and they should have abandoned it. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't carry no through. but he, so he's mad and he's like i'm going over there you know because his wife's like honey give him a break and he's like i'll break his arm yeah so he's going over there to yell at him and yeah he just... is traipsing across the backyard yeah and nearly trips on his son climbs out of a tent and it's like dad no wait don't move because mm-hmm. he's like set up all these booby traps and he's like i'm protecting our backyard yeah and the dad does not listen. Does not listen. He's like, oh, through. you have my fishing pole. And so he goes to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Gets shot through. with a rubber arrow. Yes. Which gets <laughs> super glued to his forehead. He's like, what'd you put on this thing? And he's like, super glued. Duh. Duh. Like, obviously. <laughs> but I mean, again, listen to your children. Mm-hmm. He warned him, you know, don't go any farther. Yep. And then he did. So. You got an arrow to the face. Yeah. An arrow. I used to be an adventurer, and then I took an arrow to the face. <laughs> yeah, so at first I was like, this is not fair to this child. He warned you, you know, not to go any yeah. farther, and he's just being a weird kid in the backyard. But then he's got this arrow attached to his head, and it's still on the fishing line, and the kid, like, yanks it back. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this kid's weird as shit. He's yeah. all right to be mad. Yeah. He's <laughs> a strange child. So, yeah, and then Amy's watching all this happen, and she's like, weird family. Yeah. Which is fair. It's It's true. But, but also, they're both weird. Look around, girl. Yeah. Look at your kitchen. Both y'all are weird. So we go back over to the Zelensky home, into the attic, where the dad is trying to fix this machine. Mm-hmm. And Nick comes up to talk to him, and he, like, interrupts him. He's like, I gotta get this going. Like, whatever you got, you know, science thing you got going on. I don't know. Yeah, time to he's listen. like, hey, look, dad, I made one, too. Yeah. Yeah, and he he's says, like, oh, I was thinking if we calculate all the molecules in the house. He's like, <laughs> whatever you're talking about, I don't have time for it. Yeah. Which is fair. He's under a lot of pressure. He's got to get this thing going today right and it does not look like it is going well not no mm-mm. the smoke doesn't look normal no also this machine is big yeah so he keeps implying that the machine has to be finished before he can like go to this conference or right. whatever 
So I'm thinking the same thing when I'm watching it. I'm like, how is he going to get it out of the house? Yeah. But when he does go, he just takes like a box full of papers and something. Yeah. So. I think, I think he wanted to take the whole thing. Oh, okay. But it was not yet working. So he's like, I'll just take what I have. Yeah. That makes sense. And then it becomes a problem later because everyone wants proof and he doesn't have it. Yes. But still, I mean, it is hooked up to, you know, the the ray itself does not look appear to be that big i think it would fit oh i don't know who he's gonna carry it yeah yeah so i think if it were working he could take it but i mean it is hooked up to levers that are in the ceiling and like the path so it's like readouts yeah yeah so how is he gonna move all that how much of it i don't know yeah he's clearly hasn't not prepared yeah so we learn that he's trying to invent a shrink ray obviously yeah because so he Nick leaves and he sets an apple down and he's pointed the ray at it mm-hmm. and he just keeps going, shrink, shrink, <laughs> shrink. <laughs> but the apple explodes. It explodes. Rather than shrink. Yeah. Which is a kind of shrinking, I guess. <laughs> it is smaller. Yes. Sort of. But yeah, so there's apple all over him and yeah. the room and the dog and he just kind of sits down on, on his couch and it's just like, well... At the very least, we invented an interesting way to make applesauce. Yes, that's what he says. <laughs> very cute. <laughs> so we go back again to Diet, the Thompson home. The Diet Redneck Next home. door. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and he, we learn, is stoked to take his family fishing. That is right. what they are getting up early to do. Yes. They're going. They're packing up a camper. They're going on a family fishing trip. Yep. He is excited. Yeah. And he's already wearing, like... His fishing gear. <laughs> yes, all of the lures. <laughs> yeah. He is ready to go. But his older son, whose name is Russell, is not stoked about it. No. And he's not. I'll never I know this is a this is a parent thing that parents do and I'll never understand when they're like they want their kids to do something and mm-hmm. when their kids finally do it, they like kind of make fun of them yeah. for it. You know, like he wakes up and he's like, Oh, look who decided to join the land of the living. It's like this is not how you encourage this behavior. Yeah, that's just this is the opposite. Shitty. Yeah, this guy has real big uh dad from the page master vibes mm-hmm. just like just do what i want you to do yeah i don't really care what you like right these are the things i'm into and the things that my dad wanted me to do and i did them and i enjoyed them or whatever yeah. so this is what you should do so i'm gonna bully you like my dad bullied me and it'll be fine right and but... nothing will be wrong with your generation right his son says fishing's your thing dad not mine yeah because his thing is hairspray and feathered hair. Yes, he's very into it. Popped collars. Yes. His hair stays feathered the whole movie. It does, despite all the perils. Yeah. And the mud. That's some strong aquanet. <laughs> yeah, it's just this, you know, classic, not a great family dynamic where he's yeah. getting all the information about his kids from his wife. You know, she's like, well, Russell didn't want to tell you. He got cut from the football team, so leave him alone. Cut him some slack. Yeah. You know, and he's like, well, when I was a teenager, I was good. She's like, captain of the football team. We know. Like, stop, you know. So she's trying to, like, kind of play. But, you you know, you see that the dad cannot talk to his son, and the son doesn't want to talk to his dad, you know, about the things that are going wrong. The mom has to mediate. Exactly. And there is, in this conversation, a lot of foreshadowing about being tiny. Yes. Because he got cut from the football team for being too small. Yep. Well, guess what? He's about to get even smaller. She says, when you yell at him like that, you make him feel about this big. And she <laughs> makes like, you know, it's like an inch between her fingers. Yeah. It's like, ho ho. So back, we just keep going back and forth between these two. These two neighbors. Homes. Interesting families. Mm-hmm. I feel like everything just happens between these two sets, right? Yeah. The two houses. Yep. 
Uh, she. The only part is when their mom goes to the mall for oh, like yeah. two seconds. Well, and she's on the phone at her quote unquote mom's house. Yes. Yeah, but that's it. That's it. Only the mom leaves. Oh well, I guess he goes to the conference too. Okay, that's true. But still, it mostly takes place. <laughs> yes. On the street in these two homes. In between these two houses. Correct. Back to the Zelensky home. Yes. Amy has made a very burnt breakfast. Incredibly burnt. And she's like, Dad, eat your breakfast before it gets cold. I know. And Nick, the little brother, is like, I'm not going to eat this. Yeah. I'm allergic to toxic waste. Yeah. <laughs> so she tries to give it to Cork, and even Cork is like, no. I hate about it. So Nick's sneaking oatmeal pie cookies under the table. Yeah. And this is where I was proven right that they have a cat clock. You were correct. With a bunch of extra... <laughs> A bunch of additions. It's an electronic thing, so it it must have additions. Yes. Yeah, so their dad leaves. Amy's, like, cleaning up. Mm -hmm. You know, he's like, hey, do these things. You know, just gives him instructions or whatever. Nick, mow the grass. Amy, do something about the entire house. Yeah. He says, Amy, good luck. (laughs) Which is like, oh, cool. Fair. I'll give Nick one task. And then Amy, you can just do the rest of it. He can do some things. His house, too. So their mom calls, and it's just like, hey, honey. Yeah. You know, and she's kind of filling her in on what's going on. I'm trying to sell this house today, but I will be home today. You right. Know, so. I'll be home later this afternoon. Yeah. And she knows what her kids are going through. And mm-hmm. she's like, did Paul Tate ask you to the dance? And I love that they call him Paul Tate every time yeah. they mention him. Because he that is one of those names. Like, that's yes. what they would say. Absolutely. You know, it's like his full name every time. Yeah. Paul Tate. So they... Um, Nick runs out and gets their dad so that he can talk to her on the phone, too. Yeah. <laughs> dad, it's mom. Where? <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she's calling him, you know, to wish him good luck. And he, what seems like something that he has done a lot is he promises if things go well today, everything's going to be different. Right. I promise. Yeah. And she's like, sure, honey. Right. But that's where he, t- you know, tells the kids, all right, I'm leaving. You clean up. Goodbye. Yes. So. Then we see Nick in the backyard. Right. Arranging. He, he, yeah, he has the lawnmower and he like uncovers it and we see that, of course, it is also a weird contraption, a remote control? Yeah. Lawnmower? Yeah. And he's talking to this neighbor kid and he's like, okay, I'll let you mow half the lawn. Yeah. And the kid's like, what? I don't. And then he like shows him that it's like remote control and he's like, what? She's like, okay, I'll do the whole thing, basically. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he kind of Tom Sawyer's it in, him into it. Yeah, he's definitely. like, well, my dad's real particular about his lawn and what it looks like or who he lets drive this thing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And the kid's like, I'll do a really good job, I promise. Yeah. So he's like, he's okay. Like, I have to do it later. But don't be late. I mean, I would definitely want to use a remote control lawnmower. That sounds tight. Oh, hell yeah. For the first, like, three times. And then I'd be like, okay, I'm over it. Yeah. It would definitely be easier than pushing it around, though. Oh, yeah. Especially in my backyard. It's very hilly. Yeah, I just pay people to mow my grass. Yeah. I should Tom Sawyer some kid into doing it. Exactly. So, while Nick's in the backyard, we learn of his and neighbor Ron's dynamic, which is that Ron's just pretty much a bully. Yeah. But they really just bully each other bully each other, and don't get along because they're different kinds of weird. Yeah, they're both weird. I feel like they could be really good friends yeah. if they combined their weird. Yeah. You well, know? Yeah, like, Nick is, like, nerdy weird. Yeah. And but Ron is also making like strange inventions. Yeah, like, he's like survivalist weird. Yeah. So if they got together, they could make some really cool shit. Yeah. So Amy is inside cleaning the kitchen, sort of. She she starts has a mop. mopping. Yeah. But then mostly she just dances around with it. 
which and really, if she had flipped it over and put the mop end on the ground, she would have at least gotten it kind of clean. Right. But she's just singing into the mop <laughs> head. Yeah. She's just dancing around the which kitchen. Which is cute. Um, it's very cute. It's cute. Russell is watching her through the window as he's like carrying stuff between their houses to the camper. Yeah. And I just think that the scene is like very endearing. Yes. I like the point that you made about it. Yeah. I like the idea that they're portraying a crush through seeing a girl do something silly and weird yeah rather than like i feel like this time period it's all like oh she's outside wearing a bikini and now i have a crush on her right or i can see her changing clothes through her window or she's brushing her hair right you know like girly quote-unquote girly shit but she's just like literally being a goofball yeah and russell's like oh yeah and And it is very cute what she's doing so I, i like it and his dad whose name is also russell so from this point on i refer to the dad as russell and the son as Russ. Yeah, the subtitles, just to make it easier. when I was watching it, said Big Russ and Little Russ. Yeah, which is how they're credited, <laughs> yeah. too. But I didn't feel like typing Little Russell every time, so I went with Russ. Yes. Which is funny. Little. Again. Small. Small Russell. <sighs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> a small Russell. I'm sorry, do you have a small Russell? This one's <laughs> too big. Yes. So, yeah, his dad sees him watching Amy through the window. Right. And is like, hey, come back here to the shed. Shows him his, like, what do you call it? Like, his free weights, but... Yeah. Whatever you call the bar with the... I do not work out. I don't either. It's a bar. Yeah. With weights. With weights on the end. It yeah. has a name. But, yeah. so he's like, you know, when I was your age, I was also very small. And then I started lifting weights, and I got stronger. And then I was better at football, you know, and right. whatever. So you should do the same thing. And Yeah, you could kind of see russell's brain working yeah while he sees russ looking at amy of him being like there's no way he's ever gonna get the girl being so tiny right so he's like i'm gonna show him how to lift weights yeah so he can be tough and play football and get the girl yeah like he is trying yeah he's just doing a very bad job right because russ is like lifting weights is your thing dad it's not my thing hairspray again my thing right russell's like what is your thing but he's not like actually trying to find out he's like kind of making fun of him you know and just being like i just can't with these kids yeah i thought that that part was sweet too though because his dad was like well what is your thing and he was like i just don't know yet but when i do i'll let you know yeah it just doesn't seem you know it's not like genuine and nice where they're like what are you into no i know but i just like that the writers put that in yeah you know rather than the son being like I'm into heavy metal and I'm the opposite of you. But yeah. I don't know. I just felt very like realistic for a 15 year old kid to be like, yeah. I don't know yet. He's you just know? a little bit adrift. Yeah. He's like, I'm still figuring it out. Yeah. Get off my back. Just because like you that. knew. Because I do feel like, especially in this time period, not to go off on a tangent, but like most characters in movies had a trope. Yeah. You know, like this is the sporty kid right. and this is the, you know, and then like other kids see that and they're like, oh, which of these characters am i where do i fit yeah you know so i like that they let him just be a kid yeah rather than nothing. a character that's very true yeah yeah so then russ russell is sitting by himself and he's just like what am i doing wrong he asks the cat instead yes. of literally any living human being in his family well he takes a pack of cigarettes out of his hat i know and then she's like you're not smoking cigarettes are you russell <laughs> spits it out and he's like no you know i gave that up dear and you know, then there's just an entire cigarette in the yard yeah great right she'll never find out oh she'll not ne- she doesn't go in the yard that's man territory <laughs> <laughs> and 
man cave, more like man lawn. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And then he... Bitches hate grass. Then they show them walking <laughs> to the camper and she's carrying like two very heavy bags and he has a canteen. And I was like, all right, you know what? I hate this dude, actually. So I do really like the ongoing <laughs> them packing the camper. It takes all day. For this whole day. And I I said out loud to Kate, I was like, they. he mentions that they have a four hour drive. He mentions that it's a Saturday. Yeah. What, like... What time did they get up? At one point, they're like, oh, it's after one about something. Yeah. And I'm like, they still haven't left. Yeah. The kids have school on Monday. You're going to drive four hours? Maybe it's the summer, though. Maybe they don't have school. what? I don't know. But they're going to a school dance. Oh, yeah. They're waiting. That's true. Yeah. So, so I they must be in school. I think they're in school. <gasps> so they're just going for the weekend. That is very weird. Yeah. They're going for, like, 12 hours. Yeah. For an eight-hour drive. Yeah. Anyway. I But I do think... I think that it's just a running joke that they are constantly packing because they keep showing him carrying more and more ridiculous stuff like at one point he has a microwave yeah and another point he has skis yeah like skis not like water skis right like snow skis yeah and like russ is carrying i think like a juicer and stuff like that yeah just taking everything with them in this camper i think it's just a a background joke sure but it still kept bothering me because I was like, you need to leave if Time you're to going. go, yeah. <laughs> so, so as they're carrying stuff, we see that Russ is lifting weights. Yeah. And he's doing a better job than his dad did. A way better job. Yes. <laughs> his dad struggled with it. And Ron has been trying to get anyone to play baseball with him and no one will do it because they're too busy or they don't care. Yeah. And so he's like, I'll just play baseball by myself in the backyard. Yeah. He's doing that and he hits a baseball through the Zelensky attic window. Yeah, I d- all the houses are really close together. I don't know why he thought he could get away with this. And if he hit it really hard, he's going to just have to track it down. I know. Kids don't think about these things. They don't. It's At least aim it at your own fence. So right. So if you hit it, it'll hit the fence. What but a dummy. the baseball goes through the attic mm-hmm. and in classic fashion, bounces around. Yep. Turns everything on. Yep. And the laser shrink ray has come on yes starts doing its thing because now with the baseball in the way of one of the lasers it's actually works and is now shrinking the furniture in the attic honestly i think that laser was just like i'm sick of looking at the shitty couch (laughs) because it is torn the fuck up and it looks gross disgusting i have an aesthetic so russ sees what ron has done and is like we're going over there to tell him and he's like no you tell him i don't want to tell he drags him over there he's being a big a good big brother right a good neighbor I think he just wants to go see Amy, but yes. he's doing the right thing. Which is cute because when Amy does open the door, Russ is like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? So Amy is like, all right, Nick, go take Ron upstairs right. so that he can get his baseball back. Yeah. And he's like, me, me, me. There is, I don't, <laughs> I don't mean to like point out every single part of this movie but there's some really good lines in it mm-hmm. where ron is like it's not my fault it's your fault the window was closed why are they closed it's a nice day <laughs> and he's just like grasping at any straw yeah, to be he's like, like the houses are too close together <laughs> yeah you should have moved your house so anyway nick takes ron upstairs to get his baseball yep. and while they're up there they get shrunk they get shrunk yep uh-oh rip so then we see wayne hmm at his presentation yeah and it is not going well no because of the aforementioned lack of proof yeah he's like this is how it would work and everybody's like all right yeah show us and he's like i, I haven't figured it out yet right and they're all just leaving in the middle of his presentation yeah at least he shrank the 
audience. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to lunch. I know. <laughs> I love that guy who's just like, I'm going to lunch. Right. And I'm like, okay. Oh, go on then. Go then. <laughs> He just had to insult him on the way out. This isn't an airport. You don't have to announce your departure. <laughs> Get on out of here. Go on then. I'm presenting. Yeah. So Amy and Russ back at the Zelensky home are like, why is this taking so long? So they go upstairs mm-hmm. to find Nick and Ron. Yep. And then they also zapped. It's true. How does this machine work? It just looks for things to zap? Because it only really it zaps. It target things. Yeah. yeah. The chair and the couch and then Nick and Ron. And then it just sits there and waits for Amy mm-hmm. and Russ to show up. I wonder if it's like, well, I was going to say it might have to be of a certain size. Maybe. But, but it doesn't. It tried the apple, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, it it was targeted at the apple. It was targeted at the apple, but it didn't have the baseball in the way of that laser. So that's why it didn't work. Right. So now, but it's just like kind of moving on its own mm-hmm. and like shrinking things by itself. And then as soon as Amy and Russ get shrunk the baseball like rolls off and it turns off yeah so you're like i guess it was done it just it feels almost a little bit sentient in this moment yes like the machine does yeah and it could have been whatever buttons the baseball hit on its way in that's true like could have put a shrink for the next on it. 20 minutes or whatever yeah. shrink for the next 20 <laughs> minutes <Beep. But> so <laughs> yeah <laughs> wayne comes home is trying to find his kids and, and Quark's like, hey, something's going on. Come yeah. Up here. <laughs> I love that he answers the phone while Quark is barking and he goes, it's not for you. <laughs> it's very funny. So Quark leads them upstairs. He's like, what is it, boy? Goes upstairs. There's nothing in there. He's like, this is so weird. But the kids see that their dad is there. So they start like moving the couch. Yeah. And I guess it was so they could stand on it. And but the, it might make them tall enough to be seen. Yeah. I don't think they understand how small they are yet. Right. Yeah. It seems like a huge waste of time because they're like, hurry. And it's like, just leave the couch like yeah. go find something that you can you know move that might make more of an impact i don't know but they're yeah. just kids you know so and then is this where he tries to sit on the couch yes yeah he's like looking around he can't find them he goes to like sit down without looking well first he gets mad at the machine and starts smashing it up oh and then he sits down i think so i don't remember i don't remember which one happens first I feel like he he comes in, he can't find them, he looks around, he goes to sit down without looking, That's and falls true. on the ground, and then he's just, like, mad. Yeah. Yeah, he's mad about that, and then he yeah. looks up and sees the machine, and he's like, this is all your fault, you know, five years of work I've put into this, and, He you starts know, smashing. Smashing it. Yeah. And they're just like, Dad, no! Yeah, it works! It works! Don't do it! Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if, ah, it just, like... Even if you hadn't shrunk your kids, it's like, oh, God, tomorrow you're going to regret this, you know? Because you know he's going to wake up and be like, I I had an idea. I can fix it. I know what. Yeah. (sighs) So anyway, stresses me out. Yeah. But so he's like, oh, damn it. Now there's, you know, pieces of glass everywhere Mm. and pieces of machine. Yeah, he's like, Cork, get out of here. You're going to step on something. Yeah. So he starts sweeping it up. Yep. Oh, no. And here comes the broom for the kids. Oh, God. Yeah. This part does look really fun. It does. Like, it's scary yeah. if it were real. Right. But, like, where they grab onto the broom bristles. Yeah. And like, oh! <laughs> that looks fun. It does. So, they get swept up. He puts them in the garbage bag, takes the garbage outside, which is on the other side of the backyard. Oh, no. This is how they got outside. Right. Because we were trying to remember. Yeah, we couldn't remember. And you were right. It was the attic, not the garage. Yeah. So, now they're outside. Now they're outside. Very far away. And this is where, again, I need a physicist because I feel like getting swept up 
yeah. and dumped yeah. and carried outside. Like, are they too small to get hurt like that? I guess. Because that would be, that would hurt. It would hurt. But to I get don't... tossed around with all the other sharp stuff. I think if you sweep up an ant, it's fine. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, so like, are they just, like, too small to... Yeah. It does seem like they would at least be a little bruised and battered, but I really don't know. I mean, they got swept up with glass pieces. Yeah. Ooh. It could have been... Ooh. could have been bad. Stabbed. Yeah. Cut. Speaking of glass pieces, they use one to cut themselves out of the garbage. Yep. And they're like, oh, shit. There's the house. Yep. Here we are. We gotta get back to the house. We gotta go. I know Ron's like, I'm not standing around here. I'm going home. Yeah. Screw this. I don't care about you or your family or your weird dad. I am leaving. And he does down the big piece of grass. It looks like so much fun. It does. I think they spent a lot of time on that set because they show like three of the kids sliding all the way down. Yeah. They were just like, we're getting our money's worth out of this piece of grass here. Plus, it looks like a good time. Yeah. It looks very fun. But so they all do that. Amy's just like dragging ass the whole way. She's like, I don't want to get it. But she gets left behind. So she has to go. But. Yep. Nick. (laughs) Pulls his calculator out of his pocket mm. and calculates Tiny that calculator. it's a small. Calculates that it's the equivalent of roughly it's like three and a half miles, three point six miles for them to walk. Yeah, which is very far, even yeah. for a man of science. Yeah, he says. Although, I know that it is a perilous journey, and they are not just like walking in a straight line. Right. But it's the morning-ish yeah. when this happens. Yeah, that's not that far. It's not. I mean, like three miles. It's like an hour. In a straight line. Yeah, it would take you an hour. Yeah. So, I don't know. But there are untold Dan- perils. Dangers on the way. Diminutive dangers, does if dimin- you will. I always thought diminutive meant like continuously getting smaller. Oh, does it? I don't know. That's just what I thought. I don't know. The only other time I think I've ever heard it used is when the monsters show up in Space Jam and Bugs Bunny says, diminutive, ain't they? <laughs> That's all yep. I know. Anyway, Diane comes home mm-hmm. and says she sold the house. Yay! And Wayne says, shit went bad, so I'm just going to go get my old job back. Yeah. I'm I very mean... sorry that I have put the family through this, and you know what? I'm just going to get my old job back and things will go back to normal. There's something to be said for quitting. Sometimes yeah. you gotta know when to fold them. Yep. Absolutely. And he says, you know, so I appreciate that he's like, he's like, I put, I know it's after a defeat and so it's not necessarily like reasonable, you know, he's not like, I thought about it. He's like, I'm yeah. bummed and I'm not good at this and I quit. But yeah. I think he also is realizing, you know, I've, I've tried. I'm not good at this. Enough. Yeah. yeah and I've put my family through a lot. Yeah. And so I'm going to go back and get my old job. So I, I appreciate him for that. Yeah. But then he's also like, hey, you know what's weird? My couch is missing. Yeah. What's strange. Yeah. The one from the attic. Be more concerning. Yeah. It's not like somebody broke in. And was like, oh, what a nice piece of furniture. Made it all the way to the attic and was like, I'm taking this. Yeah. And no one saw it happen. Yeah. Just the couch is missing. Well, the chair is also missing. But they're both just kind of like, weird. Yeah. What? That should be way more concerning. Yeah. I think so, too. Although, unless their kids are ones to just like be like well i want this in my room now or something you know like, but even the- nick is so small he's not picking up the other half of that couch yeah he'd have to get amy to help him yeah well i, I mean i think even the two of them would just have a really hard time moving that couch down the stairs mm-hmm. and i don't think if it was nick's idea i don't think amy would go in with he'd be like that's yeah. dad's couch you're not we're not moving it yeah so it they just, should be more worried they should be it's a very concerning thing to happen but he just goes you know what's weird <laughs> so so nick has this great idea 
They're like, we'll get Quark, we'll grab onto him, and he'll just carry us back to the house. It's very smart. It is really smart. And it almost works. Yeah, it does almost work. They all whistle for him. They're all like, he's not going to be able to hear us. And they're like, I mean, he has great hearing. Yeah. He's a dog. Yeah. And he's right. He is right. They all whistle except, except Russ. for Russ. Because <laughs> he can't. No. <laughs> Amy does say, you do know how to whistle, don't you? I know. You put your lips together and blow. I know. How many times <laughs> have we talked about that line in this podcast? So many times. So many times. He can't do it. Anyway, so Quark's like trying to get outside because he hears the kids whistling. Yep. He starts running to them, but then he is chased back inside by the Thompson's cat. Yep. Evil cat. Yes. Does the cat have a name? I don't think they ever say it. I don't think they say it. So so Nick's like, all right, well, I'll just climb up to the top of this flower. Yeah. And he's doing a, so, yeah, so I can like a really good job where, we're, where we are and what we're doing. I don't think that I could do that. I don't know. It has handholds. Yeah. I just... think I could do that. It'd be like climbing a ladder. Yeah. I don't know how people climb things without right things to grab onto though he i'm gonna climb like up this pole going what? at a pretty good clip i guess yeah and uh he's such a small child and doesn't seem to get outside much yeah anyway so they climb way up there he falls off though yeah onto another flower and this is the part that you were talking about yeah because she's like nick you're allergic to pollen and he like is hitting himself in the face with it he's like it's too big to get in my nose i'm too small <laughs> it's it's very cute but then he sneezes anyway which is funny Right, but that also concerns me, because then I'm like, wait, is he allergic? Are we gonna have- But then they never mention it again, so it's fine, everything's fine. Except- So, it cuts to Diane calling around, trying to find the kids, can't find them. Mm-hmm. She's standing in the backyard. Yeah. And Mae Thompson, the neighbor lady, yes. she says hello. Yep. This makes me- Like, I do wonder how long they've been neighbors. Yeah. Because they obviously know each other. Right. But they don't hang out. Right. I want to know the history there. Yeah. How long have y'all lived in your houses? How long right. have y'all been neighbors? Yeah. And how often do you interact? Yeah. I don't know. It, it is very strange. But May also is like, they're both like, hey, have you seen my kids? And they're both like, no. Can't find mine either. Right. Well, let, let me, me know. know. Yeah. <laughs> so while they're hanging out in the flower, here comes a bee. Yes. And it is terrifying. It is very it's scary. So big. It comes down and picks up all the pollen that Nick is surrounded by and yeah. also picks up Nick. Yep. And Russ jumps on the back of the bee, which is very nice. Yeah, he's like, I'll save you. Yeah, I'm here to help. He, he doesn't even think about it. He just runs and jumps, which is yeah. very cool. Yeah, very brave. And that bee takes off and goes <laughs> where? Around. It is heavy. It is on a cruise. That bee is not. Yeah. It's like, I got some pollen, but I also got, I got like 10 minutes before my break's over. <laughs> I'm going to go see what's around because yeah. it flies in a shirt. Yep. Like it dive bombs through, both dads. Through both yards. Yeah. Yeah. It's going all over the place. All it over has the place. no kind of direction, it seems like. So the dads are standing there talking to each other. Russ is just making fun of Wayne's lawn. Which I didn't think that the lawn. It doesn't For look any th- part of this movie, it looks very that long. bad. No. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, it's looking super scruffy over there." And Wayne's looks like, "Well, like Amazon doing my best to produce some oxygen. Well, I got to do our part, so you yeah. know, whatever." Um, but then he starts attacking the bee with a baseball bat. Yeah, because it's does. like flying near his head. Yes. Yeah. And then Diane sees him looking like a loony and comes out and is like, <laughs> "I'm going to the mall." Yeah. And. He's like, there was a bee. You're right. And she's like, okay. Sure. But she's also like, the Bornsteins, the Borsteins or whatever their name were, are coming mm. over for their papers. The Do Bernstein you think you bears. can handle that? And I was just like, all right, Diane. Yeah. Rude. 
But maybe because she sees him being weird. Being a super weirdo in the backyard. Yeah. But I guess he clipped this bee's wing. Because mm-hmm. it goes down. It crash lands. Yeah. And this is the moment where Wayne is like, wait, I'm holding a baseball bat. Right. And Nick does not play baseball. Where did this come from? Yeah. So he kind of looks around and, and he notices the attic window is broken. Yeah. So he's like, oh, something is going on. Mm-hmm. So he goes up there to investigate and he finds the tiny, tiny chair. And he steps on it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, a chair. Yeah. And he's like, is my couch around here somewhere? Mm-hmm. And it is. It is. And it is half an inch tall. So very small. So this is where he puts it all together. Yes. He's like, the baseball came through the window, somehow trunk the kids. Mm-hmm. So he's crawling around the attic floor looking for them. And then he sees the broom. Yes. And he's like, oh, shit, I swept the floor. Oh, no, what if they're all the way in the backyard? Yep. And then he goes out to the backyard, sees the garbage bag with the hole cut in it. Mm-hmm. And is like, ah. This is pretty good. I mean, it does not take him very long yeah, he to puts put it the together things together. Pretty quickly. Yeah. I think that this movie would be a lot more frustrating if he didn't figure it out yes. early on. Yeah, I like that it's more, he knows what the problem is and he's trying to solve it yeah. more than, yeah, just him like, trying to figure out where they ha- could have gone. Yeah. But then he goes to walk back through the yard and he's like, oh no, what if they're in the, in the grass yeah, somewhere? Yeah, I don't want to step on them. And I stepped on them. So he climbs up on the fence. <laughs> yes. And is trying to climb across the fence to get back to his patio. And the, yeah, this again, this running gag of like, May has a full bag of groceries that she is unloading into the kitchen. It's, it's not even like, like she's packing them to put in the camper. Yeah. She's like... And as she's smelling a melon, yeah. she looks out the window and sees Wayne climbing the fence, mm-hmm. trying to get to the back door. Yeah. Which he does. He goes to the patio and then runs into the house. Yes. So let me see, Russ and Nick, who have recovered from their crash, Russ has to, like, kind of, Nick, like, you know, wake him up yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and this part, um, Nick gets, like, a little abrasion on his chin. Yeah. And for some reason, I remembered that. Huh. I was like, oh, yeah, because he goes through the rest of the movie with this, like, spot like, on scrape. his chin. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Hmm. That part stuck with me. Probably because I was like, no, I think it hurts. Oh, yeah, this poor little boy. Yeah. He says, when we crashed, my entire life flashed before my eyes didn't take too long i know (laughs) it's so cute so russ is like well we must still be in your yard because any other yard the grass would be shorter and it's like all right russ (laughs) we get it i like i am starting to feel personally attacked here and i'm i'm gonna put my foot down and say we should end lawnmower culture right now i agree it's loud it's It's unnecessary yeah the bees like it when your grass is longer exactly Anyway, that's why I only mow the front yard, because that's the one that people see, but my backyard is just a jungle, because I don't care, and there are no <laughs> tiny kids running around in it, so. Exactly. So, Ron and Amy are stuck together at this point, because, mm-hmm. you know, Russ and Nick have flown off on a bee. Right. And Ron is so annoying. He is. I would have left him behind, I think. He's I like, mean, when, she's when we get back to full size, your whole family's gonna have to go to court, and you're all gonna go to jail for life, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But then Amy is like... No, when we get back to normal size, dad's going to realize that this machine works and then Mm -hmm. we're going to be rich and famous. And you're going to be sorry. Yep. And Ron pauses for one second and then goes, Amy, I've always liked your dad. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, wow, he flipped that hard. Kid sucks. Yeah. (laughs) He really does. And he should be smacked. So, because he he says, what are you going to do? Smack me? Then you'll get to go to jail because I'm a, and it's like, no, you're both children. Amy, you should turn around and smack the shit out of this kid. Yes. 
But now we see Wayne, who has devised a way to try and look for his children in the yard without potentially crushing them, even though they definitely would be crushed by some stilts. By his crutches or whatever. Yeah, he put himself on stilts, which I guess does make the area of his foot smaller, but it's also like making him further away from the ground. Yes, and it like concentrates all the weight. Right. So like if he were, I mean, again, if you step on an ant with a tennis shoe on, you don't squish it yeah. most of the time. Yeah. If, so he should have just put something like maybe slippers on his feet yeah. or something like that. Or kept crawling around like he was doing in the attic. I feel like that was the best way to handle it. Oh, this is a good point, too. Why doesn't he just say, if you guys can hear me, wiggle the grass near where you are. Yeah, he does not He does not holler at them. He's not even like, hey, guys, I'm coming to look for you. Right. Like, he just starts walking around his yard on stilts with binoculars attached to his head yeah. with a helmet. This is very Wayne Zelensky of not actually thinking things through. Yes. Yeah, because he could also have, uh, could use Quark because he seems very smart. You know, I feel like he could yeah. be like, Quark, find the kids. And he already talks to Quark all the time. Yeah. Anyway, so he'd be like, hey, go help me find them. You know, they're missing or like sniff them out. And it, uh, he is also a man of science. I feel like he could be like, I'm letting Quark out. He, he might be able to hear you yell. Yeah. And he'll come, you know, or whatever. Like, he doesn't try to communicate with his children. Yeah. Which is dumb. Right. And it frustrates me. Agree. So, he's, as you wrote here, buffooning around in the yard. (laughs) And he gets fucking tangled up on the hose, which wraps around the sprinkler system. Yes. And turns on all of the sprinklers in the yard. Yep. And then, of course, the kids are getting attacked by water. Yeah, it's like a full-on war zone where they're getting these, like, huge water droplets. Yeah, they're like, (laughs) coming from above and it's turning the like ground into mud and mm. it's super treacherous and... and then wayne falls off of his crutches mm-hmm. on and but he catches himself on the clothesline because he doesn't want to land in the yard right flopping around and then so amy and ron make it to these like stone stone steps i think they're at the um it's just the flagstone yeah there's just a stone in the middle of the yard oh okay yeah they sure. show it a couple times yeah yeah so they make it there and they like take cover, but then she sees Russ and Nick running together. Yeah. And she runs out to say, you know, hey, we're here, come here. To and yell she for gets Nick, yeah. hit by a drop of water, knocked into this puddle, and then immediately is just like drowns. I think probably the force of the water just hit her so hard. Yeah. That, that she it got probably... like knocked unconscious, maybe, yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. So, so she like... just like sunk to the bottom of this mud puddle, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. But so Russ, again, comes to save the day, jumps in immediately without thinking, pulls her out, performs CPR, which I feel like happened a lot in In the the 90s. 90s, Yeah. Maybe I'm just thinking about the Sandlot. Yeah. Where he pretends to drown. Yeah. I think it does happen But I feel like CPR happened quite a few times. It's another one of those things like quicksand. Yeah. People offering you free drugs. Thought we'd have to do CPR a lot more. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, he saves her life. He does, and he did a really good job, and isn't weird about it. Yeah, yeah. The I remembered the part where she like coughs up all the like mud water, Ugh. and when it happened, I was like, because it looks slimy too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So anyway, she's okay. Everyone's alive. Mm-hmm. Her and Nick hugging uh, pulled at my heartstrings a little bit because Nick thought that she was dead, and yeah. then they hug, and she's like, "I'm okay." She's such a good sister. Yeah, it's very cute. So cut to Diane at the mall. And mm-hmm. she's like, well, they're not here either. Nope. So she makes a phone call. Yeah, she calls the house. Yeah. But he doesn't answer. Right. And then we see he doesn't answer because he is suspended above the lawn. Yeah. Using a TV as a counterweight. 
Yes. He set up this whole pulley system so he can crawl all over the lawn without stepping on him, which I would like to know how he did that without stepping on the lawn. Yeah. But I would whatever. also like to know. Glad but we fine. skipped that. Yeah. And then May is also worried about her children. Mm-hmm. And Russell is just being cranky. Where are those darn kids? They're grounded when they get home. They're making me late. Whatever, whatever. He's yeah, not he's being helpful. not worried about them at all. And then his friends show up. Yeah. In their big old camper. Yeah. And, and Russell's like, like, I can't tell them the kids are missing. That's insane. That's insane. Why? Yeah, I Why don't know. Why is that insane? I don't know. Because he's like, are you going to tell them the... I just... They're... May and Russell's dynamic, I don't like it. No. Because she's very, like, hands-off. Oh, I'm staying in the house while you explain to them what's happening. Yeah. And she says, are you going to tell them the truth? And he's like, I can't tell them that. That would be crazy. I'm just going to... He opens the door. He's like, done! Like, really excited to see them. And then he's just like... They do their secret handshake. Yeah, their little fish handshake. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, oh, sorry, I don't think we'll be able to make it. May is having some issues. Yeah. With the plumbing. With their plumbing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then his friend is like, the big rust that I know would never let some plumbing stop him from going fishing or something stupid. Yeah, not when there's an $80 deposit on the line. Oh, yeah. <sighs> and then he yells at his wife a lot because she's like, Don, <laughs> that man next door is flying. He's just like, okay, Gloria. Yeah. Just, uh, the whole dynamic is gross. So, but I mean, honestly, she should just stay out of it. Yeah. Okay. Because what a man his does in his backyard is his business so yeah he he gets rid of them you know he's like sorry like we really can't go right so they drive off yeah with their weird little dog yeah (laughs) yeah and then may's like did you tell them the truth and he's like honey please and she's like hugging him and i just i just don't like it i don't like it it's a very strange dynamic so anyway we go back to the kids who are washing off all their mud because the sprinklers have been turned off right and amy's like Hey, Russ, thanks for saving Nick. Yep. And, and Nick is like, he saved you, too. Yeah. And they share some looks. Yeah. Because he says, where did she? I think she asks him where he learned to do that. I think Nick learned. Nick says, where oh. did you learn to do CPR? And Russ, Russ looks is... at Amy and says, French class. French class. Yeah. Yeah. Amy goes over to Ron and is like, truce. And it seems very sincere, you know, because she just almost died. Right. And she's like, we've got to be friends now. Yes. Because I've realized how dangerous this is. And Ron, like, very genuinely is like, okay. Yeah. But Amy reaches out and her hand is just full of mud. Yeah. And he's like, ooh. She's like, <laughs> make sure to get it on all of his fingers. <laughs> it's like, he deserved <laughs> that. He truly did. And then we see that Wayne is suspended above them and so close to seeing them because yes. they've run off from the flagship and then it's it spends a long time showing Wayne like hovering above them where i was just like yeah i get it yeah i get it he's weird and <laughs> doing weird. this weird thing we're getting uncomfortably close to his giant crotch oh please can we <laughs> I stop i didn't notice that That's i was just funny. like stop 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 so the kids anyway. are all hungry yeah this part reminds me a little bit of james and the giant peach where they're like they've been on this adventure and then they forgot that they're like on a peach yeah (laughs) but then they see a giant oatmeal cream pie yes and they're like hell yeah they are so stoked nick it's one of your cookies which i guess is that he's known for these just leaving them everywhere yeah Yeah. having them all the time yeah but they're super stoked they start running towards it they are just it looks delicious shoving cream in their mouth they all (laughs) for the next like five minutes all just have cream all over their face i know it makes me feel so sticky i know (laughs) i mean i guess they don't have any way of but they don't even acknowledge it no although they do have more pressing 
matters. Right. Which because is, there's a giant ant yeah. that comes over the top of the oatmeal pie cookie, oatmeal yep. cream pie cookie. And they all like run away. Uh huh. But then they're like, oh, we could ride the ant. Yeah. It can carry 50 times its own weight. Right. And Amy's like, yeah, it can also obliterate us because yeah. it can do that. And we are teeny tiny. So they, they're like, they, no, 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 we're going to do it. <laughs> they have a rodeo scene where they each like <laughs> try to climb on its back to yeah. get it, you know, what's the word? To break it like a horse, uh-huh. I guess. Yep. Um, but they all get thrown off. But then Amy's like, oh, it wanted this cookie. I'll just use this cookie to like, yeah, coax it. Yes. Bribe it. Yes. And then we see Quark runs out and grabs the rope that is holding the other end of Wayne's contraption uh, yeah. and starts twisting him in a circle. And yeah. then he gets flung into the Thompson yard and they just kind of go, huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess they're used to it, but they yeah. do not seem concerned. And then we see that the kids have put together like a horse with a carrot sort of thing right so the aunt is trying to get the oatmeal cream pie that's hanging just in front of his face and they're like Mm -hmm. driving him around yeah and he's like oh we're making good time maybe i can clean up and get back to the mall so i can hang out with becky (laughs) (laughs) looks at russ (laughs) looks at russ like oh don't want to mention this guy right paul tate (laughs) yeah paul tate paul tate so diane gets home and doesn't know where Wayne or the kids are. Yeah. So she calls the cops. Yes. But we see that the cops are at the Thompson home. Right. Because they have also called. Yep. May is just like, I'm done sitting around and, you know, waiting. Like, I haven't heard from my kids all day. I think it's starting to get dark at that point, too. Yeah. So she calls the police. And then I guess it's because she's just finally gotten to the point where she's, like, actually worried and stressed out. Yeah. But she's been so supportive of her husband all day, even yeah. when he's being a cranky shit. Mm. And now they're standing in front of these cops, and the yeah. cops are like, well, sometimes kids, you know, run away or whatever. And he's like, my kids would never run away. We it talk about really everything. aggressive. Yeah, and she's she's standing there going, well, you were a little bit mean about the blah blah blah, about the him getting cut team. from the football yeah. team. And then um, something else that they I show, think that's when they're like... They give them pictures of the kids. Yeah. And they're like, our kids are happy. They would never run away. And then they show the two pictures that they have given the cops. And they're both very angry looking right. pictures. But she, she says something. Yeah. Yeah. Something about, you know, why would they run away? And May's like, I can't imagine, dear. And I'm like, why are you being snarky now? No, she finally is probably done In with this shit. In front of other people. Yeah. And then they leave and she like goes and like puts her arms around him. And I was just like, I don't understand what you guys are doing. <laughs> because she like looks at him fondly sometimes when he's being a complete asshole yeah and now when he like is actually getting stressed out that his kids are missing and i know she also is stressed out but she's being like kind of snide with him and i'm like all right figure it out (laughs) anyway (laughs) figure it out so then we see next door where wayne is like coming down the stairs to talk to diane and he's like diane i found my thinking couch it's incredibly tiny yeah and And at first she's very stoked the machine works it works you're telling me it works and he's like yes and she's like do the kids know and he's like yes (laughs) they do know and she's like well where are they and he's like they're in the backyard she's like great i'll go tell them he's like no 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 i also shrunk them yes i shrunk the kids yes and then the cops come she's like what to their door (laughs) yes because they got a report as they got in their car that they needed to talk to them (laughs) also and they're, they knock at the door. Yeah. <laughs> and Wayne is like, they're like, oh, we got a report that, you know, your kids are missing. And Wayne's like, oh, no, it must have been a mistake. They're in the backyard. Everything's yeah. fine. Right, honey? 
And then Diane just passes out. <laughs> He's like, anyway, bye. Closes the door. And they're both like, hmm. Oh. And just leave. Yep. They're like, I'm sure everything's fine. And that that crazy man did not murder all four of these children. Yeah. He's not out there digging graves. At least he's not covered in dirt. I think if he were covered in dirt, they'd be like, you burying bodies in the backyard. Yeah. But it's fine. So it's getting late and the kids are tired and we see that they have made like a bit, they've tied like this big piece of grass to the back of the ant. Yeah. And so three of them are sleeping on the back and uh, Ron's driving the ant. Right. I think this is the point where he's like, you know, he we're close enough to the house. We should let him go. And they try to get him to run off. They try to get the ant to leave. Oh, yeah. But it's it won't leave. Yeah. That part's really sweet. It is. I don't understand. And this happens a lot in this time period when mm. there are, like, animatronic creatures and, like, puppets and stuff like that. Yeah. Why is everything wet looking? Like, why does it have this look mm. of being, like, shiny and kind of wet and, like... Glue. Yeah. The glue. Is that what it is? I don't know. Maybe they feel like that makes it look more realistic. I guess. Rather than being, like, the matte finish of whatever they've used to put it together. Yeah. But there's, like, shiny and then there's, like looks like it would be super sticky if you touched it and everything yeah. this size like when they're like touching the ant i'm like yeah. i would not want to touch that they're like petting its face it does I'm look like, a little oh, it sweaty sticky and yeah. gro- and i don't understand why things i feel like a, an ant of all things would be matte yeah rather than slimy yeah i don't get it i don't either so if anybody knows like why things from this time <laughs> period in this like i would love to know like why they all look like that if it was just like a style choice or yeah, yeah. like you said like genuinely maybe in the materials or whatever but i hate it <laughs> it is really sweet Grosses though me out. but yes ron is like auntie's tired yeah we should let him go we're getting close to the house yeah. you know then he like white fangs him he's like get out of here go yeah. on go back to your family and the yeah. aunt's like nope i love you he's like my mom will never let me keep you which honestly Ugh. why wouldn't she yeah he's an aunt that's fine but so then they see wayne and diane are both now suspended above the yard looking for their kids yep russell is outside Standing on his porch, smoking a cigarette. Yep. Sees what they're doing and is like, what a bunch of weirdos. Mm-hmm. But like, flicks his cigarette into the neighbor's yard, which is super rude. Yeah. Throw away your Who butts, does that? People. Yeah. Don't, don't throw them in your yard at all. Especially you're so concerned about how long the grass is. You're going to start a goddamn fire. True. Well, it's nice and green. Yeah. But the kids see the cigarette butt. Yeah, because it comes raining down yeah. on them for a second. Burns them a little bit. Yeah. But they're like, oh, we can use this. But Russ and Ron realize that their dad is actually super stressed. Yeah. That they're missing. Yeah. Which is nice, but also he should be. Russ is like, oh, it's one of dad's brands. And Ron's mm-hmm. like, I thought he quit. He's like, he only smokes when he's worried. So he must be worried about us. Yeah. Whatever. So. <laughs> but Diane, at this point, Diane hears Russ and May. Here's Russell and May arguing mm-hmm. from their backyard. And she's like, Wayne, we have to tell the Thompsons that we know where their children are. Right. And it's... she just pulls the cord that's holding Wayne up and drops him bodily onto the grass. And uh-huh. I'm like, uh, hopefully you didn't just crush your children. Right. I don't know how they were supposed to get out of it anyway, though. Yeah, but I like Gen- that. Gentler. Yeah, gingerly. Yeah. So anyway, there cuts to the attic and them explaining what's happened mm-hmm. to the Thompsons. Yep. Yeah. Russell is being a jerk some more because May's like, how did this happen? He's like, honey, I'll handle it. Yeah. How did this happen? I'm like, shut up. I yeah. just really don't like this guy no he's a dick have i stated that before yeah and his accent comes back for a second where he's yeah because like, he's like, i have an air hammer in my attic yeah and i'm like i don't know what an air hammer means 
And I don't know where your accent came back from. It's just when he's real angry, I guess. The air hammer makes me think of that thing from uh, No Country for Old Men. That might be what it is. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. So he's just, he's like, I'll just murder you. Yeah, That's I'll fine. just kill you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to the kids. Mm-hmm. They find a Lego. And they're like, we're going to bed. Yeah. We're going to sleep in it like cute little bunk beds. It is cute. Nick and Ron are like Ben, like friends now and they're like let's climb up there and we'll talk and like whatever yeah. which is really cool because i'm glad again like we talked about i think their dynamic would be really cool if they were friends right. so i'm glad that it's 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 going starting that to work way. out but of course that leaves russ and amy together and they're like oh no we're gonna have to sh- there's only one bed we're gonna right. have to share it russell's like you take it yeah and he's like i'll just sleep on the ground it's fine yeah which honestly is probably more comfy i know sleeping in a lego sleeping on a Lego. terrible yeah it's just hard plastic yeah unless you gave me like a big piece of grass to lay on or something i guess but yeah they just lay in there with nothing yeah i guess the uh security of a structure is yeah. more but there's also there's a side next to it that he could sleep on it does, whatever the ant is still a whole with Lego. Them too he's yeah. just like i'll sleep here too it's very sweet so diane and wayne are realizing that they don't spend enough time with their kids because mm-hmm. diane's like it doesn't matter if i sell another house and wayne's like it doesn't matter if i invent a shrink ray to destroy our children's lives we should spend more time with them. It matters a little bit. You yeah, do have to go it to does. work. It does matter. Yeah. You know, if that's your job, it does matter if you never sell another house, actually. So they're worried because it's getting dark and, you know, they don't want them to be scared. But Diane is also worried about Amy being with little Russ Thompson in the yard in the dark, which no, is like, no. does he have a reputation? So yeah. Just comes off does Amy like have a reputation? A nerd. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, Amy, I mean, truly could take him. She is much bigger than he is. Yeah. Because he has not hit a growth spurt. Right. <laughs> and I think she could take care of herself. I think so. And Amy's all stoked about this dude asking her to the dance and her mom knows about that. So it's not like she's like, no boys. She's just like, doesn't like Russ Thompson, which maybe is understandable I mean, because his parents are annoying. Yeah. If maybe she just thinks that he is like his dad. Yeah. And at that point, I'd be like, yeah, no. True. So Amy and Russ are bonding. Yep. And then they... Yes. Ooh, it looks very uncomfortable. Yeah, they're in weird weird positions and also just like too much of a kiss. I don't know. Yeah, and they're both bad at it, which is fine because they're teens, but like yeah. I don't want to watch anybody really make up. out at no. this close angle, but also especially not teens who are just figuring it out. Yeah, teens are just figuring out sitting at weird angles covered in all of the dirt from the day. Yeah, smelly like, as fuck. No thanks. But we are saved from this terrible, terrible scene because a scorpion has arrived, which is not great. Yeah. Do scorpions live there? I don't know. Do scorpions live in any anywhere where there is grass? I I mean, they have a sprinkler system, so maybe there wouldn't normally be grass. They just grow it and they yeah, have to water it all the time. Yeah, maybe they live in a, a deserty town. But I, I just assumed that they lived in San Francisco because their dad is constantly wearing a giant baseball hat. True. But he could just be. But he, yeah, maybe he's from fan. there and they live somewhere else. The way you're a Dodgers fan. Yeah. We're I not don't, in LA. No. But I was at one point. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't think that it ever says where they live. It doesn't. But um, I don't think scorpions would live in this type of place. You get the yeah. feel that it's very suburban. There's not like palm trees and cactuses and in their yard. And they're wearing um, like long sleeve things. Yeah. Too. So it is a place that has seasons. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. It's very strange. But anyway, there's a scorpion, and it is huge and scary. Yeah. And has fur all over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're furry when you get really close to them. But they are scared, obviously, but then the ant comes in to yes. their defense. And he's 
distracts the scorpion and saves all the kids. And so then they're like, well, we have to go save him. Right. So they turn back around. And get a bunch of sticks and start throwing them at the scorpion. Yeah, and, and scare him off. But it's too late. It's too late. The scorpion stung Auntie, like, right in the head. Yeah. It's Ugh. brutal. And then the ant doesn't make it. No. And they're all talking to him and petting him, and it's very sad, and he dies with his friends. He's just a baby. He was just a baby. And Ron's very sad, and I was very sad. I almost cried. Yeah. I'm like, am I crying over an ant right now? <laughs> the fuck? Is that what's happening? <laughs> How dare you? Why I know. Why is this movie so dark? <laughs> I feel bad for Ron, because he finally was, like, genuinely cared for something and yeah. was not a dick about it, and, like... You know, was learning to love, and an it died. Maybe uh, in the future he'll get, like, an ant farm. Yeah. Maybe this will make him interested in bugs, and maybe he'll be, like, a bug nerd now. Yeah, I yeah. hope so. Or he'll be, like, the scorpion version of Batman. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be a... A scorpion-themed a, villain. A vigilante. Or, oh, yeah. That kills bad bugs. I don't know. Anyway, it's morning now. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Morning now. Wayne has been up in the attic working on his machine all night. Yeah, we see that Ron used his weird booby trap mind to make a protective barrier around the Lego, which yeah. is cute. And they're all sleeping in one pile together. I know. This is another trope of these movies, though, is that, like, it gets to nighttime. This mm-hmm. happened in Land Before Time, too. Yep. It gets to nighttime. They're all, like, spread out. And then by the end of the night, they're all, like, sleeping in one big pile together. Yeah. Yeah. It's cute, but it looks uncomfy. But Wayne has fallen asleep at his desk, and Diane comes in and takes this moment of all the moments to say, I love you, Wayne Zielinski. And it's like, you're not going to tell him when he can hear you? That's fine. And then, that's Whatever. It. That's it. So, the skateboard kid comes back. He's back. Yeah. He's a whole day late, but he's here to mow the lawn, and he is so stoked that they haven't mowed it yet. Great. Yeah. Now I get to do it. Yep. Doesn't check in with anybody. Nope. Not a quick like, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Zelinsky, it's me, Tommy. I'm here to mow your lawn. No, he just goes back there to start doing it. Yep. Weird. While wearing headphones. Yep. Obviously, this is a huge problem. Yes, for the small children that are in the grass. Although, I do wonder mm-hmm. the physics of it. Yeah. Because they are so small. Yeah. You know, like, they're smaller than an ant. Right. Do Would... bugs get sucked up in your lawnmower and get spit out? I don't think that they do. I don't think they do. But they also think that have they would be affected by it. More grippy feet. Yeah, you know, but they can like... climb up walls and stuff. So the... maybe they just hang on better. Yeah, the blade doesn't go that low though. Well, I'm... but just by the air. Yeah. Cuz there is like so maybe the yeah, ants can hang on to the grass better and they don't get sucked up in like the vortex that is created. Maybe. I don't know I just don't know physics. how strong of a vortex it would be. To suck up something so small. Right. You know, like, if you had a vacuum cleaner, it probably wouldn't suck up something that small. But that's what the, that's its job. <laughs> that's a vacuum cleaner's job. Yeah, but they're not great. Anyway, I'm not, <laughs> neither of us are scientists, and we don't know what we're talking about. Right. But also, a vacuum cleaner's job is to pick up things, so right. it probably would vacuum up the children. But, like, a lawnmower's job is just to, like, make the grass stand up. To mow the lawn. So that it can cut it. But, like... It's not, like, trying to pick up the grass, so it right. doesn't have to be as it powerful. Have, it's not yeah. a vacuum. Yeah. It's just, like, trying to make the grass stand up straight so that it cuts it more evenly. I did not realize that it even did that. I think that's the point. Interesting. Right? Uh-huh. Anyway. I'm I don't know the, lawnmower physics. I'm not the lawnmower man. <laughs> I forgot we were doing a podcast for a second because I was so invested in this <laughs> debate. <laughs> you saw my lawn. I don't, yeah. I don't routinely mow it. 
I got, I used the machete to get back to the pod cave today. Yeah, and you know what? It made it more fun. So <laughs> they're all freaking out because they think they're going to die. Yeah, and, and the fair. lawnmower does look super ineffective because mm-hmm. I don't see any grass being cut. Nope. But that's fine. Uh, whatever. But it is scary for them. Yeah. So they like climb down in a hole in the ground. Uh-huh. And Nick says, it's a worm tunnel, which is really cute. It is. I like it. He says the scientific name for the common earthworm. And they're yeah. like, oh, what? And I I like that he reminds us that he's a man of science. Yes. But so, so Diane and Wayne here. They're up in the attic, like, yeah. looking at the machine or mm-hmm. whatever. And Diane says, is that a chainsaw? And Wayne's like, no, it's a lawnmower. Yeah. And they run out to stop him. They stop. They, like, yell at him. Yeah. And finally get his attention. Right. And he stops a lawnmower right above the wormhole. Yes. Which is like, great. Good job. Yeah. Like, you made it worse. They probably could have, like, they if were If it fine. had just kept going, yeah, yeah. it would have been fine. But it almost, like, sucks Nick up through the hole. Yeah. And they're all, like, in this chain of all of them holding each other's feet and legs. Mm-hmm. But then it finally turns off. Yes. And they're okay. And then the... Zelensky's drop to their knees and start like looking through the grass for a little bit and they get so close again yeah. to seeing their yeah, kids. Yeah, and the kids can see their faces yeah. and they're yelling. Right. But they still they can't hear them. They're too tiny. Yep. And then they give up and they go back inside and Nick just gets so sad <sighs> and it hurt my feelings because he's just like, Dad! You know, they were so close and he's just like, they're never gonna see us and Amy's like hugging him and it just, ugh. It hurt. But it then Court comes out. Yeah! And they grab onto his fur. Yes. And he, as Cork is about to go inside, the cat almost stops him again. But Cork is like, Rrr! right, growls at him. And the yeah. cat's like, oh, shit. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, Cork, standing up to your demons. That so tiny Quark, little subplot. Yes. Cork goes inside and jumps right on the kitchen table. Yep. And uh, Wayne is like, Cork, what the fuck? Hey, what has gotten into you? He pushes him off and Nick falls directly into his bowl of Cheerios. Which is the part that we remembered. Yes. And he is nearly eaten. And yes. like, how scary is that? Yeah. But also watching that was like, I really want some Cheerios. So then I got some, but I had to <laughs> carefully inspect every bite to make sure there wasn't a tiny child in it. Aww. I don't even have children. Anyway, he's just like talking about, you know, ironically talking about how we got to keep our eyes open and be we'll find them. anywhere. Be anywhere. Yeah. And he almost eats Nick and then Quark bites him on the ankle and he's yeah. like, what is your deal, dude? And then he looks at his spoon. And there's Nick. There's Nick. Waving his little hands. Flashing around with his glasses all milked up and foggy. He's like, yeah. Dad! Yay! Hooray! And then he's like, looks like Nick is pointing at something. And he follows where he's pointing. And there are the other kids Yay! on the table. Horrified, but... Alive. Alive. And glad that they are. Ren ready to sign up for therapy. Been rescued and not eaten. So, they take them all up to the attic. They've got the Thompsons up in the attic. Yep. And they're trying to figure out how to get the machine to work. Yes. So they, again, are testing it on an apple, but the apples keep exploding. Yep. And they're just like, what are we doing wrong? And so they look over at the kids, and the kids are like, baseball! Yeah. And they're just like, what? <laughs> what and then they play this, like, goofy game of charades. Yes. And they finally figure out, oh, baseball. Baseball. And Wayne puts it together. Mm-hmm. He finds the baseball on the ground that has, like, the laser has shot through it. And he's yeah. like, oh, okay, that's what happened. The ball came in. Yes. It got in the way of this laser. The laser was heating it up too much. Yes. So if I block the laser, then it will work. Then it'll work. So he's like, all right, let's do it. And Big Russell is like, no, 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 no. You've been blowing up fruit in this attic right. for hours. I'm not putting my we kids in front of that until sure we test it, it actually works. on something living. Yeah. I will. I'll do it. 
Yes. Try it on me. So he jumps in front of it. They try to shrink him. It works. Yeah. And then they unshrink him, which I'm works. really glad that that it has that a reverse worked. button. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we never once mentioned that part. Right. But he is normal size again, except for that maybe his hat might be a little bit too yeah, big. Yeah, he puts his hat back on and it's like a little too big now, which is, uh, okay. Like, hmm. That's funny. Interesting. But then they get the kids back to normal size. Everybody is okay. Russ and Amy are going to the dance together. It's adorable. It's very cute. I. Everyone is friends. Ron apologizes to his dad. Russ says he'll play football if his dad wants him to. Russ says, I don't care about football, dad. I care about you. Oh, this made me cry. <laughs> That's cute. I was so happy just that everybody was back together and that yeah. his dad was like, you know, I'm going to make sure I pay attention to you. Yeah. Both of you, you yeah. know, because Ron also was like, I'm sorry, I screwed up the whole trip, dad. I really did want to go fishing. Yeah. And he's just like, no, it's OK. I'm just glad you got our back. It's very cute. It is very sweet. So. And then we there's a scene after that where they're all eating dinner yes <laughs> thanksgiving like thanksgiving dinner <laughs> and the turkey is huge because <laughs> they've obviously used it to like use right? the ray to make it bigger yeah which i thought was very funny yes um it is very cute and wayne says well i guess i gotta carve this thing huh I know. and amy and russ are like making eyes at each other yeah, over the turkey <laughs> under the table yes and, and then... then we see quark with this contraption yes. where he can like pick what treat he wants but it makes like giant treats yes so and he's he just like munching on this alpha bone that is four times his size yeah and then i think the last thing we see is nick go wait a minute i get it french class <laughs> <laughs> the end the end ta-da cute. very cute but not as cute as it could have been oh you don't think could have been cuter it's scary yeah it could have been a little more whimsical and a little less perilous. I don't know. I kind of liked that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I liked that it was like realistic because it would be scary. That's true. It's just, I I think maybe when we talked about at the top, if you were tiny, what would you like? What fun things would you do? Yeah. I Maybe just, yeah, the scary things are super scary. So mm-hmm. maybe I would have just liked a little bit more like having fun with being small. Yeah. Just like, like maybe one scene where they're like, oh, it's cool that we get to do this because we're tiny. Yes. It was just peril the whole way through. I don't which know. it would have been. The oatmeal cream pie was fun. Yeah, for one second, and then there was a scary ant. But then they made friends with the ant, which was cool. That's true. They got to go in a worm tunnel, which I thought was really neat. So maybe even just making the fun things seem more fun. I don't know. Sliding on around on grass sounded really cool, too. That does sound like fun. But nobody seems to be enjoying themselves. No, because they want to get home and they're scared. I know. If they were like... We can do this and then everything will be fine at the end. I think it would have been a lot more fun. But, you know, they could have died so many times. (laughs) You know, it would have been a more fun scene at the end rather than like a giant turkey. Because, I mean, the whole point is that he shrunk the kids. And then at the end, they're like, we can use it to make things big. And that's just what they do. I guess because they're setting up for Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Yeah. But it would have been more fun if they take turns shrinking and doing fun things. Yeah. With the shrinking. Yeah. Playing around in a Lego house or whatever. Ooh, yeah. Dollhouse. Yeah. Anyway, it's still fun. I still liked it. Yeah. And it's definitely, to answer the next question in the series, it's definitely like a replay. Oh, absolutely. I just wish it would have been a little more whimsical at times. Not the whole thing. Right. But just every once in a while. I get it. Uh, Um, We already know my answer. Did it make you cry? Did you actually? I didn't lose any tears, (laughs) but I did get really sad when the ant died. Yeah. Because, you know, it's the scene where a pet 
sacrifices itself to save right. the people, you know, yeah. and it's it was very sad. It was sad. I was like, I am 33 years old in the year 2021, and I am <laughs> about to cry over this ant. About an ant. Yeah. It's fine. I did not, I mean, I got a little bit sad, but it didn't make me cry until the end where I was just like, yeah. he's being a better dad. Yeah. It makes me happy. So, it was released June 23rd, 1989. My first birthday. Yeah. Very exciting. It. <laughs> my first birthday. <laughs> Wait, you got Honey and Shrunk the Kids and I got Land Before Time? Yep. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> I could only find an estimated budget. Of eighteen huh. million. Interesting. So somebody just wasn't keeping very they good were track. Just like, eh, <laughs> once somebody... you hit the fifteen million mark, who cares? Yeah, somebody lost a box of receipts along the way. <laughs> they were like roughly eighteen million, but it made fourteen point two million in the first weekend. Oh hell yeah! And then it went on to make one hundred and thirty million domestically and two hundred and twenty million overall. Nice. So it did fine. Yeah, is a success. It is. Um, a lot of people think that part of the success of that movie, though, comes from two things. One, there was a short called Tummy Trouble at the beginning that featured Roger Rabbit. Oh. And a lot of... Some some people think that Did people wanted show, to see more Roger Rabbit. Like in the theater? In the theaters, oh, yeah. Okay. So it just played at the beginning. And um, some people think because people were so into Roger Rabbit, which came out the year before, and they were like, we want more of that. Like, oh, yeah. more Roger Rabbit. Okay, it's at the beginning. So they went for that. Yeah. And also some people think that because Honey, I Shrunk the Kids got released the same weekend as Batman. Oh. And it actually, it finished number two behind Batman. Nice. So it did great. Yeah. People think that they went to go see Batman and they were like, well, that theater's full. And they're like, well, we'll just go see this other movie. Uh. We're already here at the theater. So. Or they could have done a like, the parents are going to go see Batman. We'll send the kids to see right. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. A little bit of that. So. that used to be safe to do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, it yeah. did great. Yeah. I remember um, seeing it when I was a kid yeah. and loving it and thinking it was fun and great. Critically, most people like it. It has a 77%, which is not great. Yeah. But but what do those people know? The audience score is only 54%. Oh, so that's kind of interesting. It did better critically than it did like with people. Huh. But still, I mean, it made a ton of money. Yeah. Everybody knows and loves it. It yeah. did a great job. Absolutely. Most people's reviews of it are positive. Yeah. Like Karen James from the New York Times said, as sweet, funny, and straightforward as its title. Oh. And someone at Variety said, it's the best tradition of Disney, and even better than that, because it is not so juvenile that adults won't be thoroughly entertained. Yeah. Which is fair. Truly, as a 33-year-old, very entertained. You know who didn't like it, though? Well, let me guess. It was Roger Ebert. Yeah. He gave it two stars. Boo. And some of his complaints are sort of what I said. Yeah. He said, so the opening paragraph, he says, I've been trying to figure out exactly what's missing in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. The special effects are all there, nicely in place, and the production values are sound. But the movie is dead in the water. It tells an amazing and preposterous story, and it seems to be bored by it. It uses the same sort of visual effects we remember from The Incredible Shrinking Man, but it lacks the same sense of fun. Oh. So he just wanted it to be like this fun, whimsical thing. But you're right. It is. It would be so scary. Yeah. If they shrunk on purpose. It's meant to be. It would be fun. The classic adventure right. movie. You know, it's it's Homeward Bound. Right. It's the Brave Little Toaster. Yeah. It's it is Rockadoodle. It's a every scary journey home. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Where they're trying to get home. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm with him in that there I wish there had been a little bit more fun. Yeah. But not I don't expect it to be this like everything is fine. We're yeah. just goofing our way back I mean, through the yeah. yard. And there but there are parts that are very funny. Mm-hmm. And there are small parts that are very funny, like Wayne Zelensky is hilarious. He is. <laughs> and I don't think he means to be. No. But they wrote him very well. They did. And this is the movie that I always when somebody mentions uh Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis, I always think of this movie. Yeah. Absolutely. Not Ghostbusters. No, I forget he's in that, but I've only seen that once. Oh. Sorry, audience. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, towards the end of Roger Ebert's review, he says, and James Horner's music Uh-oh. here and elsewhere in the film is no help. Ooh. It sounds surprisingly familiar <laughs> and seems to be a retread of the Nino Rota score for Fellini's Amacord, Am- I think. Yeah, Amacord. So, of course, we have discussed James Horner in the cave before with... Yeah. His musical borrowing from mm-hmm. We're Back. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I did find out it says, the musical score that accompanies the animated credits at the beginning, mm-hmm. written by James Horner, sounds very similar to the 1937 song Powerhouse by jazz composer Raymond Scott. A little too close Uh-oh. by some estimations. Scott's estate sued Disney for failing to credit the composer. Oh. The studio settled the case out of court and made sure the estate received its fair share of future royalties. And Scott is now credited in the liner notes oh, for that song as James a writer. Yeah. Stop stealing music, my He's dude. Been, he was sued so much. Yep. So the idea for this movie was originally from Stuart Gordon, who directed Reanimator, which I feel like makes it the, explains a lot. the yeah. atmosphere feel you know yes makes sense so when i said we're gonna talk about that later this is kind of what i yeah. meant that like he's a horror director right and he was even going to direct this movie mm-hmm. but he got sick yeah. of disney's shit <laughs> just kidding he's probably just actually sick yes um but disney this did make disney really worried because they were like this might be too scary and i'm sure they were worried because Stuart gordon could have directed it in a way that it wouldn't be scary because he knew his own vision right like they give this idea to someone else they might take it as being really scary right um (laughs) and they were worried that all the kids were gonna die yeah (laughs) but he was like no 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 i'm just gonna make you think they're gonna die yes and they were also worried about the ant being too scary so that's why they put in the part where the ant like nuzzles I think it's Ron. I think right? so, yeah. Uh, like a horse. And they were like, oh, okay. Oh, it's just well, a horse with too sweet. many legs. He's got emotions. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Which, yeah, it could have been a lot scarier. So mm-hmm. that's fine. So in, instead of Stuart Gordon directing it, it was, they got Joe Johnston to direct it. Oh, who yeah. had never directed anything at this point, except yeah. for one like student film that he had made in college. Yeah. And I read this interview that he, or not an interview, but he had a meeting with uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg, who was the CEO of Disney at the time, who right. we've discussed previously on Fern Gully. And he was like, oh, are you hiring me because of that film that I made? And he said, no, we're hiring you in spite of that film. Mm. And it's like, all right, what a jerk. But he did a great job. And he went on to direct a lot of cool things like Raiders of the Lost Ark, Jumanji. He did all the live action sequences for the Page Master. Do you remember that he took his credits off of that? Remember? Because he hated it so much. Oh. He is the one that was like, I don't want. I'd my forgotten name about on this. that. Yeah. yeah, I did. I did remember <laughs> hearing his name, but yeah, yeah, not why. Yes, okay. Uh, he also did October Sky, Jurassic Park three, and Captain America: The First Avenger. Nice. So he's still going strong. Good for him. Yeah. Um. It also went through a series of title changes. Right. I think Honey I Shrunk the Kids was probably the best choice. I think so too. The original script was titled Teeny Weenies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Teeny Weenies is the most fun. 
But it makes me think of like hot dogs. Yes. Like beanie weenies. Yes. Teeny weenies. Yeah. Uh, then it got changed to grounded to like appeal to an older audience, I guess. Mm. Uh, and then the big backyard. Ultimately, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was chosen because of the line, the line of dialogue, not the other way around. Yeah. yeah. Which makes me wonder how many times does that happen in a movie? Because we always think like, oh, the movie is called this. And then in the movie, they're like, oh, they said the movie title. Right. But I wonder, I've never thought about that as a possibility that they change the title of the movie later to be like, oh, that thing that you said yes. would be a really good name for it. Yeah. So. It reminds me of Risk Cutters, A Love Story. Yeah. That, do you know the way they got the title? No. They couldn't think of what to call it, so yeah. they literally just, like, pointed at a random word in the script. <laughs> oh. That's why it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Huh. No one cuts their wrists in wrist cutters. Huh. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. It's very funny. You know, and it's it's silly that I never thought about it before, because that's how we choose the titles for this podcast. That's true. Go back and listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It is very interesting. Well, the original script was written not only as Teeny Weenies, but... With Chevy Chase in mind for Wayne Zielinski because of the recent popularity of him being on National Lampoon. Right. But he was too busy filming National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation Mm -hmm. and said, no, thank you. So they also, they asked Martin Short if he wanted to do it. I think he was on the list for a little while and then they were like, just kidding. And they asked John Candy if he wanted to do it. And he was the one who said, no, but you should call my friend Rick Moranis. Oh, nice. John Candy would have been a good fit too. Yeah, he would have been fun. Yeah. Uh, apparently that also happened in Ghostbusters, where they're oh. like, John Candy, do you want to be in Ghostbusters? He's like, no, but you should call my friend Rick Moranis. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so he's always just, like, giving him stuff to do. I love John Candy. Which is cute. Yes, he is wonderful. Bulk, bulk, uh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so for the scene in which uh, Tiny Nick drops into the bowl of Cheerios cereal, a tank was filled with 16,000 gallons of milk, of a milk-like substance made from chlorinated water, food thickener, and pigment. which i guess is cheaper than that much milk (laughs) yeah and probably like you know if the scene takes a while you don't have to keep it cold it can just be like room temperature or it doesn't get smelly or but like sixteen thousand gallons is so much yeah but i guess i mean now they would probably just do it like cgi yeah just have a a normal size tank and then make the rest of it cgi you know yeah but i mean i love i mean everybody i think by this point knows the stance of this podcast on cgi versus building a thing and i love that Build they the thing. they did it yeah the cheerios were made from tractor inner tubes oh 12 feet in diameter and coated in foam that is insane those are probably fun to make though yes and They're... fun to like roll around and stuff they were definitely like we have to do at least the part where he's almost done with the cereal <laughs> yeah you know because we can't make that many cheerios right. it yeah. can't be like he's he hasn't taken a bite yet yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure yeah, they had to build a ton of things for this movie, including a whole neighborhood. Because, like, we were talking about these houses are super close together. Yeah. They built 12 houses to be this street. This oh. neighborhood is not real. It just existed in the back lot of the studio. Oh, that's fun. And so they built 12 houses. And I, I, when I read this, I was like, that makes sense. Because it feels like these houses, like, you can't see out. It feels very like the regulators. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, this neighborhood, this street is all that exists. Yes. Almost. Yeah. You're, but they did that. The houses are placed strategically so that no shot would pick up, like, lot buildings in the background yeah. or, like, cars and stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. So they did it on purpose, but it does give the street a very closed-in feel. Mm-hmm. They also built 40-foot-tall blades of grass with polyurethane oh, foam. Cool. Yes. And a 10-foot-tall oatmeal cookie sandwich <laughs> with real cream filling 
so that the kids could like you know scoop into it and actually, actually eat, eat it, it. Um, that's so fun i know and then uh auntie was a giant puppet yeah that took 12 different people to puppets, operate it puppets, puppets yes puppets. build the puppet build that's, the giant cheerios this movie holds up as much as it does like yep. if that was a cgi ant yeah it would I look terrible. I don't want to watch it. No. I'd be like, this movie's dumb. <laughs> it, it would just look bad. Yeah. Yeah. But he's a giant puppet. Also, unrelated, the Society for the Preservation of English Language and Literature, <laughs> spell, mm-hmm. awarded Honey, I Shrunk the Kids with its 1989 Dunce Cap Award because <laughs> the title has a grammatical error. They're using shrunk instead of shrink. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Apparently, an unnamed Disney executive was like, that was on purpose. Yeah. Dunce. We know that. Y'all are the dunces. That's Because it's in the movie. I feel like we, I don't know, as culture has progressed, Mm -hmm. we all use incorrect grammar to be funny. Right. Now. Yeah. You know, we're allowed to do that. It's fine. Sure. I agree. Uh, The last trivia thing that I have written down that I think is very funny is when the cops have finished talking to the Thompsons and they mm-hmm. get back in their car and they see, oh, there's another missing kid report. Yeah. Wait, it's next door. There is also listed on their screen 12 previous counts of disturbing the peace at the Zelensky address. Aww. So you just get... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's like, hmm. Which, I mean, honestly, this cops maybe should have been more, more concerned. The Thompson children are missing. The Zelensky children are missing. This man has been called, has had the police called him probably by Russell Thompson. Oh, sure. 12 times previously for disturbing the peace. And now his kids are missing. And then they go talk to him and he's like, everything's fine. They're in the backyard. Bye. And his wife faints. And the cops are like, "Eh." there's just a lot going on that they maybe should have checked into. Those cops don't have a lot going on. No. There's only 12 houses in their whole town. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But I did think that. That little detail was funny that they included. Yeah. So there are two sequels. Mm-hmm. Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Yep. And Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. Mm-hmm. Which one is first? Blew Up the Kid? And yes. then Shrunk Ourselves is the third? Is the threequel. Threequel. Yeah. Um, the entire Zelensky family cast returned for Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, but only Rick Moranis was in Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, which is interesting. Yeah, they replaced like his wife. The lead is the one who is like, I have other things to do. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, they get somebody different to play his wife, but I don't think they say, like, oh, they got divorced and it's just, like, this is Diane now. Oh, interesting. Um, They allude to Nick and Amy as being off to college. Yeah. You know, there's, like, oh, they're just not home. Yeah. And then their youngest son, the one that they blow up and Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, yeah. is, like, a teen now, but he's, like, played by somebody else. Yeah. But, yeah. that I remember, I feel like, more about, I remember more about Honey, We Blew, or Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. Yeah. And Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. In my mind, Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves was second. And then I, that's Honey, what I, thought I Blew too. Up the Kid was third. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, it's just like... Interesting. It, he shrinks like his wife and his brother and her sister, I think. Mm-hmm. And maybe one other person. And they like have to alert the children ah. that they have shrunk. And get them <laughs> back to normal size. Like every time the kids come home and like they can't find their parents or every time the parents come home and they can't find the kids they're like checking the shrink ray right they'd be like are you tiny can you stop leaving the shrink ray at home please they would (laughs) build a contingency spot in the house of like we got shrunk go to this corner yeah and just hang out you could shrink like some fun stuff to do a bright post-it note yeah and then (laughs) you have to like yeah Yeah. or you just get a dollhouse board games yeah (laughs) hang out there until 
tiny foods. We get home. I know I was thinking tiny foods, but really, obeying Orson have big foods. One big food that lasts longer. Need, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. So Christine Sutherland, who played May Thompson, is best known for her role as Joyce Summers, Buffy's mom. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I knew she looked familiar, but I couldn't figure out from where. Yeah. I was like, does she just look like Susan Sarandon? And that's where I'm getting confused. She does. But, but she ain't. She is also. Yeah. Joyce Summers. So the kids are a little bit all over the place as far as their acting history. Mm-hmm. Jared Rushton, who plays Ron, was in a few episodes of Roseanne. I feel like you could just drop that character of Ron in Roseanne, yes. honestly. But now he plays in a rock band called Deal by Desk. Yeah, they are sure. fine. Not good enough to make it on to Replay Rewind. Well, honestly, I thought about it. Yeah. But they posted on their Facebook as recently as 2020, and they might actually oh, come, after come us. for me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> as opposed to Paul Terry, who is not paying attention, I'm sure, to Glass Apple anymore and yeah. doesn't know. Yeah. Don't tell that I stole it. Thomas Wilson Brown, Little Russell, was in Pearl Harbor. As young flyer. <laughs> yeah, he's in a, he's the only one who's really still acting. Yeah. Yes, because Amy O'Neill stopped acting in 91. Is her real name Amy? Mm-hmm. Nice. And then Robert Oliveri, who played L- Lil' Nick, only went on to do Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Oh, and was Winona Ryder's younger brother in Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Cute. He did do... They did this thing, a 3D like interactive ride at the disneyland or at the disney parks yeah called honey we shrunk the audience oh where you're like i've been on it i vaguely remember it cool you're like just sitting in it it's one of those where like you just sit in a seat in an auditorium and they like rumble the seat and like yeah all these things happen i'm pretty sure that's the one where um they're like oh come into the lab you know like we'll show you all this stuff and he's like oh no we accidentally released a bunch of mice yeah and, like near your feet they just had these little like puffs of air but it, so it felt like all these mice oh. were like running past your legs and it was like really weird that's fun um but yeah they're just like oh shit we've shrunk the entire audience and you go on this like very perilous adventure where your seat gets like jostled around and you like feel like you're on a ride but it's mostly just like a 3d thing yeah but it was pretty cool so he he did do that and then he quit acting forever, and there's, like, literally no mention of him as an adult on the internet. He's just like, I live in Florida with my kids. Leave me alone. Right. He just doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Rick Moranis, as we know, was in a couple things. But he quit acting in 97 because his wife died of cancer, I'm pretty Aww. sure. I think I had said at the top that it was his son, but it was yeah. his wife. So then he took a break to go raise his kids and yeah. just focus on them. He said, I'm a single parent, and I just found that it was too difficult to manage to raise my kids and do the traveling involved in making movies. So I took a little bit of a break, and then the little bit of a break turned into a longer break, and then I found that I really didn't miss it. Yeah. So just kind of like, I'm just done, I think. But he's been in a couple things since then. He's been in, like, documentaries, you know, does interviews and things like that. Yeah. I think he was in a commercial with Ryan Reynolds recently. Cute. He's done a couple of voices. But... He is in an upcoming project that was supposed to start filming in 2020, but had to get had to be put off yeah called shrunk mm. which will be the fourth installment ah. in the series where he is playing wayne Zelinsky yeah. again and josh gad who has been in a ton of stuff but yeah. voiced olaf in frozen yeah is gonna play grown-up nick Zelinsky, who has accidentally shrunk his own children oh <laughs> so that sounds great i know i'm i'm really excited about that yeah, i think I it'll be a lot of fun watch that i hope they stick to the method of building a bunch of stuff for them to climb on and not like making the whole thing yeah cgi 
Which they probably will do. But we'll see. So my last note here. Yes, tell us. Is. About Frank Welker, I see. Frank Welker. Yeah. Is not in this movie. No. But, as we know. He could have played the ant or the scorpion. Just... Or the bee. That's true. I did look to see, to make sure he wasn't in it. <laughs> but we're adding one more string to the Frank Welker string portion board. of this board. Yeah. As we know, Frank Welker voiced Fred Jones in literally every iteration of Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. Including cameos, spinoffs, dumb shit, commercials. Yeah. It's, he is It's Fred Frank Jones. Welker. Except Scoob, exclamation mark, which came out very recently, mm. and a pup named Scooby-Doo. The person who voices Fred Jones in a pup named Scooby-Doo is Carl Steven, who played Tommy, the kid who mows their lawn. Whoa. So I was just like, oh shit. That's funny. Six degrees of Frank Welker. He, unfortunately, is dead now. Aw. I know. He retired from acting, and then he had to have, like, an oral surgery. He got addicted to painkillers after it, and then just had, like, just got addicted to drugs and died of a heroin overdose. That's very sad. sad. I know. It ruins my fun Frank Welker fact a little bit. Yeah, now I gotta end on this bummer note. I know. Good job, Meat Wedge. I'm so sorry. But I thought that was kind of cool. It is cool. So There's always a Frank Welker tie somewhere. I know. He's he's just attached to every project, whether legitimately or in spirit. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon? Bullshit. Six degrees of Frank Welker? Real shit. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) At least as far as this pod cave goes. (laughs) Who needs Kevin Bacon? He hasn't been in a single thing that we've done yet. That's true. Frank Welker's in like half of it. <laughs> More than half, probably. <laughs> I honestly. think so. We should tally we'll it up. Do, yeah, we'll have to do a count. Uh, well, while we're tallying that up, if you want to reach out to us, or if you've been counting along, yeah, if you, <laughs> know, you the already know the answer already and you can save us some time, let us know. Yeah. You can message us on Instagram or Tumblr at Replay Rewind Podcast. You can email us at Replay Rewind Podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at Replay Rewind Pod. Gently. Gently. Gentle tweets, please. You can listen to the rest of our catalog of wonderful movies on Stitcher, Google, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yep. Probably. Probably. If it's not on there, let us know. If you have the ability to follow, subscribe, like, share on whatever platform you listen to us on, yeah, please leave do a that. Review. Yeah, that really helps us get seen. We're still new podcast yep. trying to break out. Yeah. If you can't do that, uh, just tell your friends about it. Tell one friend. Yeah. Make an nice. internet post. Yeah. We would love that. Also, if you would like more of this, why wouldn't you? Go subscribe to our Patreon where you can get bonus episodes and we'll send you stickers in the mail. We'll shout you out on the show. Yeah. Or if you are feeling real froggy, you can come talk to us on the Discord server in real time, all the time. And we've got a couple of Patreons already that we would like to say thank you very much to. And they are Mallory, who also did the art for our Patreon. And it is wonderful. And when you join, you get to look at what type of fancy cheese bag you have upgraded to. So thank you very much, Mallory. That's true. They're incredible. And I also think they make it harder to pick. (laughs) Yes, because you're like, which bag do I want to be? I do like these perks, but I also would rather be a fanny pack. Exactly. They're all great, though. Go check them out. So thank you, Mallory, for that. And thank you also to Adam, Abby, and Whitley. Yes! You guys are awesome. We love you so much. If you're listening right now, we love you also. Not as much as those other people. Yes, they have paid for our love and affection, and it has worked. (laughs) In the meantime... Stay fresh, cheese bags. 
Reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, rewind. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 